Welcome to the final installment of season two of the Pig X podcast. As always, I'm your host, Delaney Howell. On this month's episode, we are action-packed and filled with a lot of great information. We've got great minds sharing some insight on sustainability in the swine industry. Dr. Justin Ransom, Senior Director of Sustainable Food Strategy for Tyson Foods, and Dr. Brett Kaysen, Vice President of Sustainability for National Pork Board. They're going to join us today to talk about their definitions of sustainability, how to establish and attain sustainable goals, and a whole lot more. But first things first, let's buckle down and hear about Justin's background and his role at Tyson. You know, I uh, transparently, my background is really animal science, food safety, meat quality, worked in the food service industry for a number of years, leading quality and safety for protein supply chains. And so when I took this opportunity, it was really about, it was positioned as, you know, really you're going to be helping shape the future of food and food supply chains and how do we how do we do it more sustainably so it's really a it's really more of a doing the right thing with a business imperative of getting it right on all fronts at the same time when i first started we focused on really setting bold goals setting science-based targets for greenhouse gas emissions targets for for team member development targets for safety etc and and in some cases we had targets and we were just updating and, and pushing out to make bigger and bolder goals uh, other things, it was new for us. And so it's really, how do we basically reposition ourselves to be able to be a leader in sustainable protein globally? Before we dig in any further, I think it's important we recognize the buzzword sensation that sustainability has come to be. It's a really popular topic. With that being said, there are endless definitions of what sustainability actually is. Thankfully, Justin lays out his definition of sustainable pork production. That's the challenge with sustainability is everyone kind of defines it for themselves. And, you know, in many ways, it's uh, simplistically, it's, it's really doing more with less, raising more animal protein with less of an impact on the environment and doing it in a way where we're positive engagement with communities and our team members. That's kind of the way we look at it, Tyson. As Justin just mentioned there, many companies like Tyson and other producers in the pork system are thinking about how they need to reposition themselves to be a leader in sustainable protein. This might seem like a daunting task, realigning your operation to produce more with less. But Justin walks us through the realignment process and looking at sustainability through the ESG lens. Well, at first it starts with goals. Well, first it starts with values, right? And then values aligning to goals. As we transition to, to really start talking about sustainability through the ESG lens, which really just kind of gives us more governance, more, more structure in the way that we talk about sustainability that both aligns with our business objectives, but also aligns with investor perspectives as well as consumer perspectives and there's some common accounting guidelines in it in esg and and what is esg for those who are listeners who aren't aware uh environmental social and governance it's a term that really started about 15 years ago with kofi annan talking about you know how businesses uh, he was at the un and talking about how businesses need to be doing things for the greater good of mankind and over the last 15 years, it's really evolved. And really, over the last three years, and I would say even the last 18 months, 
is becoming become a primary driver for investor engagement with 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 companies in terms of understanding. So you have socially conscious investors and their understanding of what companies are doing for for both good for mankind, the planet, etc. Now that we've discussed ESGs and sustainable goals, it's time we discuss how we can incorporate them into practices at the producer level. In general, producers are raising pork as efficiently and sustainably as possible. You know, I think it's it's one of those situations where what we talked about today is how do we not accept where we're at today? How do we keep getting better? And we talked about progress that's been made over the last 30 years, right? But the need to make so much more progress to produce 70% more protein over the next 30 years. And so it's really about tying everything from animal health and welfare to to the environmental impact of, of pork and animal production and being able to, to tie it all together and, and your interaction in the communities and, and the team members that that are part of the farm and part of the family and family businesses, being able to tie it together and talk about it in a way that probably we aren't in general today. Another interesting piece of the sustainability puzzle is technology. As we've talked to countless guests here on the PigX podcast, the animal protein space sure has seen its share of advances over the years. But the question becomes, how do producers incorporate these technologies into their operations and utilize them to their advantage. We can go back 30 years and just look at how how GMOs were rolled out, right? And there's a significant amount of opportunity and transparency there, and what can we learn from that? And so I think there's always this case where people, people want to know and they want transparency and they want to feel good about food, right, and where their food comes from. But if we can't tell them much about it because... We don't know the story of where it came from. It makes it difficult for us to tell a story. And so it, it goes back to if, in general, producers are sustainably raising safe, healthy, wholesome animals that transition into animal protein, how do we help them tell a better story while they also continue to improve in the shortcomings in their operations? Loyal Pig X podcast listener, you know we always have time for a call to action of some sort at the end of our conversation. And let me tell you, Justin, he's got a pretty good one for us. Although it's something we often forget about in America's heartland. You know, it's it's fairly simple, and and a lot of times we don't think about it in the heartland of America. We're not living in big cities oftentimes, and we don't think about the world is going to add 2 billion people, 2 billion lives in the next 30 years. And so that means we need 70% more protein. And that means that we cannot, we cannot accept a low pig survivability score, right? We, we have to find a way to connect the dots, to find new ways to bring pigs to market that whether it's a, I don't know what the right answer is, whether it's a new technology, whether it's automation, how do, how do we bring these pigs to market? And then and then be proud of what we're doing and, and tell the story. The fact that the next 30 years of food production, getting through the next 30 years is going to set the food system up for the next three to five centuries. But we have to create that next food system. The leap that we talked about from 30 or 50 years ago to where we are today, 
we have to have another leap like that in the next 30 years. So I think getting people thinking about how do we have that second big leap to produce that food for the world uh, is really, really the challenge that we ended with. You know, if, I bet if you would have asked producers, scientists in 1970, 1980, could, could pigs do today what, could, could they actually meet today's targets? They wouldn't believe it, right? So it's that same kind of creativity and innovation and thinking, out-of-the-box thinking that we're going to need for the next generation of producers, of, of scientists, to get us to where we need to be. It's now time we kick things over here and turn our conversation over to Dr. Brett Kaysen. He gives us some details on his upbringing in the animal protein industry and his role within agriculture. I grew up on a diversified livestock farm in Colorado, actually. And I always tell people, if you've flown into Denver International Airport, you flew into the home farm. Now, we didn't own all that ground, but that's where I grew up. And it was with cattle and, and hogs. And we're still in the hog business. So I've been in the hog business my whole life. Uh, we're in the registered seed stock business. So we are a, a small producer, uh, you know, and a niche producer, some may say. Spent 17 years of my life at Colorado State University on faculty there in the animal science department. Three years with Zoetis Animal Health, both a year and a half on the dairy side of their business and then a year and a half on the, the pork side. And three years on staff at the National Pork Board working in the space of sustainability. So it's been a fun path so far. Just like some of our past guests, Brett often finds himself behind the presentation podium. During his presentations, he talks about looking at the big picture, zooming out and examining sustainability from a global perspective. A lot of times, you know, we, and I'm a scientist, so I'm going to say we as scientists, we've been trained to focus in on a challenge and solve it, right? Or figure out, well, we found part of the solve, now let's do the next trial to figure out how we can actually get to a conclusion. And that's great work. We need that. But sometimes I think it's okay both as producers and scientists to lift our head up, open our eyes and say, but what's the why behind it? Or beyond the pig barn or beyond the pig, what impact are we really having on the globe, whether that be the environment? What impact are we having on the people in which we serve or the eaters of our product? Some say consumers. I like the idea of eaters. And then what impact are we having on our communities and in the economy, right? And so part of this is take credit for the great work that you're doing each and every day. I know there's challenges and there's challenges ahead of us, but also think about the opportunities for improvement to have a bigger mission or a bigger purpose. Now, there certainly are a lot of challenges that we face in the pork industry, but there's also opportunities for growth and excitement. It's safe to say that the food landscape we're currently in is not the same as it was a number of years ago, nor will it be the same as things continue to grow and evolve. The expectations are changing. And, and that's the thing is any business that we're in, if we're selling something, we always focus on that customer. As pig farmers, we can be no different. We're not in the pig business. We're in the food business. Ultimately, we produce a food product that someone trusts us to consume with confidence, and we hope they have a great experience that they come back again. And so the food landscape is changing, and our eater, our customer, demands different things. Food safety's always been table stakes. Availability's always been table stakes. Price is important. But now they have other choices and actually questions. How are the, the animals treated to get to this point for me to buy? How is the environment treated to get to the point for me to buy? 
Oh, what about the people, the people that work on the farms, the people that work in the, the packing plants, the people that work in the processing plants? How are they treated? Because it's beyond just, I want to buy to consume to nourish. I want to now buy to consume to nourish, but also have a bigger impact in my community and in the world. Earlier in the episode, we talked about the big companies and retailers wanting to achieve a certain level of sustainability, but sometimes it can feel like there's a disconnect between that and what's actually achievable and attainable on the farm at a producer level. But don't worry, Brett takes us further down the road with solutions to mend this relationship. It's bridging the gap, right? Exactly. Some of the big customers that we sell to, major retailers, major restaurants, quick service restaurants, food service, they love our product, but they've set their own aspirational goals where they're going to take their business. And whether they're buying aluminum cans or pork chops, they're going to go down their supply chain and say, hey, how are you helping us achieve and, and basically uplift our brand? And you're right. They're in the retail food service or restaurant business. They don't understand the pig business. So they're going to ask us hard questions. And what we need to do is be proactive as pig farmers to say, once in a while, it's okay to get out of the barn and go have a, a discussion with those folks and say, I appreciate your want and need to become carbon neutral as a company. But understand, here are the things in which the pork industry can lean in and be a part of the solution for you. But here's the things that are a challenge and are out of our scope. So I know it sounds cliche, but it talks, it's about engagement and communication. And it's a two-way dialogue. A lot of times I think we talk and we talk past each other and say, well, but they want this and they want that and I can't deliver. Well, you may not be able to deliver on everything, pig farmer. But can we sit around the table, have the conversation like we're having today and say, what are one or two, three shared values we can agree to work on? And just start. Take the first step. I think that's the key. And we're at the intersection of where food, the food landscape is intersecting with the sustainability landscape. So walk us through what the sustainability, sustainability landscape looks like. Yes. Yeah, so the sustainability landscape says today that we want to produce fantastic products while having as little impact on the environment and the inputs as possible. I like the United Nations uh, definition of sustainability. It's meeting the needs of today without sacrificing the needs of future generations. And that's what we're doing. And so they're expecting us to produce more with less. They're expecting us to provide a a nutritional profile for people around the world, but do that in a way that requires less water, requires less fuel, requires less sickness of pigs. And those are hard things to overcome. And some people look at me and say, but Brett, it's just all about price at the end of the day. And for some, that's true. And you're right, the intersection's a challenge, right? And we can't meet all the expectations and demands of everybody, and nor should we. But I do think we need to self-reflect once in a while and say, hey, we've always been about continuous improvement. Let's get better in these areas as well. Of course, this podcast is dedicated to the pork industry, but many other animal protein industries are also implementing their own standards of sustainability. Brett shares with us some of those programs that are already being implemented across the board. Dairy was a first mover back in April of 2020. They said, we've got the net zero initiative by 2050. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association, I applaud them and the beef cattle ranchers across the country. They said, we will be carbon neutral by 2040. You've not seen the pork industry do that yet. And that's been strategic and it's been purposeful because we're really trying to get the best science and methodologies in place. But look to come soon, a greenhouse gas emission goal from the U.S. pork industry. 
You know, we are talking about animal welfare goals beyond what we've done today. When we talk about our people, we're talking about diversity, equity, inclusion. We're putting goals against that. We're putting metrics against that. And people are like, wow, you're talking about DE and I. That's the future, right? People are the key. So that's a little bit of taste what's to come here in 2022, and we're excited about the work that's coming to fruition. Until this point, we've been talking a lot about environmental sustainability, the typical things that come to mind when thinking through that component. But there are other aspects of an operation that aid in sustainability. For instance, the people. Absolutely. One of the biggest challenges our industry faces you know, as I talk to producers, give me the top three things that keep you up at night. And they'll say labor, labor, and labor, <laughs> right? And it is a challenge. Drive across the country, everybody's challenged with labor. But we have to do self-reflection and say, okay, what are, we, what are we doing to attract talent into our business? How are we augmenting that talent at a young age? Once we get the talent into the pipeline, how to retain them, invest in them, grow them, take them as leaders. And so we've got all these things to manage, you know, the disease portion, the, the feed portion, the reproduction portion, the genetics portion, the customer. But at the end of the day, this business is all about the people. And we have to over-index and really focus there moving forward to get to the solutions of some of the challenges we face. As you think through managing those people, there's another important component as well that needs to be managed, which is the farm data and metrics which we can use to educate our people internally, but also inform consumers and those who may have a disconnect from agriculture. We just have to be able to understand how to utilize that data. That's the challenge, right? And it's been the challenge for me as a PhD animal scientist, because we're not trained to take it into sound bites. We're trained to show the tables and the graphs and lead with the science and lead with the data. And there's places like the Pig Survivability Conference where that, that works. But when you're on the airplane and you're flying to Washington, D.C. with a new mom that wants to know more about pigs, how do I take that and verbalize it into something they can understand? And so how do we do it? Uh, we do it with a strategic focus and we figure out, OK, how do we influence the influencers? So I don't want to leave your listening audience with that. We're going to impact all 330 million Americans in the country. No, we're going to influence a certain group of folks that will stretch and influence others. And you do that by putting it in terms that they can understand. For instance, just a little glimpse of what I showed you there is some of the pig farms were measuring environmental impact. They're keeping the soil in place on the row crop that they raise because they're using minimal tillage methods. Well, we've got the NRCS data that says that attributes to about this many dump trucks full of soil. So the husband in Philadelphia, he may not understand soil erosion indexes, but he's like, I've seen a dump truck. And they can hold a lot of dirt. And you tell me you've kept 30 dump trucks worth of, he'll call it dirt, we call it soil, <laughs> from going in the river? Yes, sir. That's how we do it. So put it in a, in a language that they can understand. And it sounds like there are a lot of big things in the works with, you know, you guys targeting those influencers. Is there any insight you can share there with us? Well, I'd give you an example, right? And I don't know if you've been following, but look at what we've done as a checkoff lately with Pork Checkoff and Producer Dollars with the Eric Stone Street videos. So he's done this myth-busting campaign about pig farming. That's an example. Now, that series, using an Emmy Award-winning actor to speak on behalf of the U.S. pig farmer, is an example of taking science into sound bites. But I want you to know, we didn't do that and say, talk about this, talk about that. That came from a robust consumer insights data set that said, here's the concerns 
that can, that the current eater of pork wonders about. Pigs are dirty. Pigs are fed slop. Pigs live in dirty conditions. Delaney, you and I know that's not true, but we had to take that and say, we need to address their vision. Bring in Eric Stone Street. Influence the influencers to spread the word. As we close out here, it's time for our final take-home message. Yeah, so what's the, what's the go-do or what's the call to action? And I would say it's this. It's collaboration and it's communication. And when I say about collaboration, sustainability is not just carbon. It's just not greenhouse gas emissions. The pork industry with the six We Care Ethical Principles, which I went over, animal well-being and environment and the like, we're taking a management systems approach to sustainability. It's going to take all of us to collaborate and get outside of our expertise and work together to get to solve. And then the second thing I said was communication. Once we start to get this information, once we start to get that solve, let's get out of our comfort zone and communicate the message in a way that our consumer and eater can understand. So the take home is collaborate all across and up and down the pork supply chain and in the scientific community to get to solve. And then once we get to solve, let's think beyond the next journal article and the next abstract and the next poster presentation. Let's think about how do we take that science, put it in a soundbite that our eater can understand. Sustainability isn't just a buzzword, and it isn't a new concept. Pork producers have always worked efficiently with what they have, but now it's time to produce more with less. Luckily, we have industry leaders who can help steer us in the right direction. Tune back in next month as we kick off Season 3 and bring some fresh topics impacting the swine industry and ways to improve your operation. Until next time, I'm Delaney Howell, and this has been the PigX Podcast. PigX is a national podcast hosted by the Pig Livability Project partners at Iowa State University, Kansas State University, and Purdue, and supported by the Iowa Pork Industry Center. For more information on the project, head to www.piglivability.org, or to inquire directly with questions regarding the project, email ipic at iastate.edu. Big X, ideas in the swine industry worth sharing.